Hi guys, and welcome to Weird Parents, a podcast where we talk about how weird it is being parents. My name's Sammy, I'm over on Instagram at Pop Punk Pets and Parenthood, and I'm joined today by my husband, Mr. Coop. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. If you can hear crunching in the background, it's because um, Winnie dog. is having a munch, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's teething. Teething <laughs> badly, so she's got a, a little chew that you can just hear in the background going to town on. So sorry about that. Yeah, it's the dog this time. It's not Sammy. It's not me chewing this time. Champing away. Champing away. <laughs> He's champing like the next stage up from chomping. Yeah, champing's like donkey-like. <gasps> donkey-like? Like a goat. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you went How else seen... would you describe you, the way you that you not... open mouth eat? You're not worthy of my champing. Which we, in the last episode, lies that we tell... As parents, we completely skirted that issue that you open mouth chew, don't you? I don't open mouth chew. Oh my gosh, when I'm tired, I get a little bit slack, okay? And I'm just a loud chewer. My mouth is shut and it's still loud. I made a point of that. Yeah, it's still gross. You do it in your sleep. I do do it in my sleep. <laughs> bite, bite everything in my sleep. Eating invisible tacos mm, in your sleep. <laughs> love a taco. <laughs> This week, we're talking about the middle child, or as I like to call it, the sandwich toaster. The sandwich toaster? Yeah, and we'll get into that more a bit later on after some housekeeping, shall we? The sandwich toaster, or do you mean the sandwich? So in the UK, we'd call it a toasty maker. Why is that the middle child? I'll get into that later oh, on. Right, okay. Yeah, spoiler. This is, this, is your, this is your time to shine, isn't it, babe? It is, because I am the middle child. Time to shine. In our, I can't remember which episode, episode six or something, we did the throwaway pancake. Me. Which is the oldest child, you, the first be- uh, firstborn. Yep. So yeah, the this is... around. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, the hurt one. The hurt one. The one that gets all the attention and then has it whipped away from them. Yep. And is left a poor destitute Just left husk. a shell of a human. They, there's also the child that gets all the mistakes made on them. Yeah, totally. That's me. But then we'll get into what actually happens to the middle child later precious, on. Precious middle child. Yes, the precious gemstone. <laughs> A.K.A. the wanted child. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on the topic, I guess, of, of last week's episode, mm-hmm. weird lies that parents tell, mm. I've got some follow-up answers for you from oh. my friend Alice, friend of the pod Alice, oh, who was... told the amazing story about the sausage bush. The sausage bush. I, I did have a lot of questions about the sausage bush, actually. I've got the answers. Yes, yeah. I must know this. So you have to listen to last week's episode if you want to know what the sausage bush is all about. But essentially... Um, her granddad used to lie to her and tell her well lies a strong word it was a bit of a fantasy kind of thing wasn't it everyone's fantasy is a sausage tree <laughs> a sausage bush <laughs> um, that basically Alice's granddad would pretend that sausages grew on his rose bush whenever they came to stay um, so in the morning they'd go and pick fresh sausages off the rose bush. I love it so much. <laughs> it's so good. And one of my questions was, what about if it was raining? Do you get a soggy sausage? Yes. So that's number one. Uh-huh. Alice has said, interesting question, dot, dot, dot. When I think back to my childhood, it never rained. But I'm going to say there were always sausages. The sausage tree always what? provided. Uh, it never rained? It never rained. Does she live in a little bubble where there was just yeah? No come rain? on, Alice. You live in in Wales. Yeah, what, what are you Swansea doing? Swansea as well. Always raining. <laughs> it's always raining. Maybe she just was used to having a soggy sausage. No, she doesn't remember it raining. But even if it did, the sausage bush always provided. Oh, it will provide. <laughs> um, the second question was: Were they always the same kind of sausages? Yes, yes. So there wasn't any kind of like seasonal situation going on where I don't know. There wasn't like pork and pineapple one day <laughs> that's, just a bit, always... that's a bit raw <laughs> they were always just pork sausages that sounds it would grow on something like a a sausage shrub <laughs> a shrubbery a shrubbery 
<laughs> or like a sausage cactus or something, a little bit more, sausage a bit more raw, cactus, a bit more exotic, a bit more exotic, <laughs> like a house plant, like a precious house plant that grows sausage. A spider plant? No, that's not very exotic, is it? No, like that guy that I'm pointing at now in our living room. What's he called? Oh, I can't remember. A bird. He's begonia. A- Alice on Instagram, um, she'll know. Different Alice. Different Alice. She loves those plants and has told me many facts about them and I can never remember the name. It begins with B. Is it's it like, Begonia? That's the one. <laughs> yeah, I like him because he's got... They're not little... that posh, are they? Oh, well, I think he's posh. I'm well proud of him. Look at Spotty him. Spotty boy. Spotty boy with silver spots. Look at him, he's well happy, isn't he? Good lad, isn't he's he? He's a good lad. He's been growing so well. Yeah. He's even sprouted a baby. Oh, Yeah. He's a leggy boy. It's a leggy boy, he is. Army boy. It's a thick bush. <laughs> no sausages, though. No sausages. <laughs> Waiting for those... Just Lincoln... silver spots, no sausages. <laughs> Waiting for those Lincolnshire sausages to start growing. Yeah. Come on, Alice, when's my... What's it called? <laughs> Begonia. Begonia gonna sprout some sausages. <laughs> Only time will tell. Only time will tell. And the last question you asked, Sammy, was, were the sausages seasonal and did they appear when the roses bloomed as well? Yeah, that was it. Um, But Alice said, I'm pretty sure it was always when the roses weren't on the bush. So she says there might be a photo somewhere which um, kind of proves that there were no roses on the bush at the time. So it's kind of like a roseless, thorny bush. And also, do you reckon he put like a whole pack of sausages on there? Or do you think it was just like a single sausage or a sausage for her and her sister? I'll have to ask. It Another must question. have been the full pack. I have so many questions about these sausages. You can't... When you, whenever you open a pack of sausages, you cook all of them, don't you? You don't... Yeah, I know, but you're going to store them in the fridge. You're not just going to shove them on the, on the sausage tree till next weekend, <laughs> are you? Yeah, but you obviously pick all of them. The well, magic is... You're trying to ruin the I'm magic not, here. I've just got questions. Yeah. I've also got a dog in my arms now. Winnie has joined us to record the episode. She she's is way too big. Too big. <laughs> oh. in, my, in my lap like a baby, but she is too big for this. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that was last week's episode. Thank you, Alice, for the amazing sausage wrist story, because I think that will go down in history. That's just Sammy having a slurp of tea. No, it's not. It's the dog having a drink. <laughs> that was Sammy. <laughs> No, when you don't swim in your water, what are you paddling for? God's sake, you're not going to drown in it. It's like she's testing how deep it is with her foot. It's funny, every time we've recorded an episode, she's been like really angelically laying on the sofa oh, and gone to sleep. She's comfortable. She's doing the typical rescue dog thing of being like, I've lived here for nearly three weeks now. It's my house. I'll do what I want. It's just fucking shit up. Left, Pretty right much. and centre. I think she wants away. So what else has gone on this week, Sammy? What have we been up to? Well, we had a week off because it was our anniversary. That was pretty nice, wasn't it? Four years married. Four full years. Mm. Been together. Is that a thousand days? It's more than a thousand days. Yeah. Been together 14 years. Yeah. That's the same. That's the, That age is the age we were when we started going out. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. But yeah, been married four years. So it was our anniversary and we... Went for a spa evening, didn't we? That was lovely. That was nice. And we had some tacos, which I was so happy about. <laughs> so <laughs> love tacos. And we Shout went to out. Slam tacos. Dunk. And we went to Slam Dunk Festival, didn't we? Yeah. This weekend. Which was amazing. That was, uh, yeah, sorry if you follow us on Instagram. We've probably been just spamming. been spamming. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's our first gig if you can call it that, in two years. Oh, felt so good. It was good. just like a, a full day festival. We saw like 10 to 15 bands. It was awesome. So good. It was awesome. Literally. It was so nice being back. I have been reliving it, haven't I? I'm just playing videos off my phone. <laughs> Who was your highlight? Who was your favourite? Oh, as it is. Easy peasy. I look, as well, it is. actually, as it is in State Champs, we're probably on par. Yeah. But Trash Boat was so good. Trash Boat, way up there. They were so good live. Yeah. No, Trash Boat and Boston Manor for me, I think. They were really good. And we met the lead singer from Trash Boat, didn't we? Oh, yeah, said was, hi to him. He was nice. Yeah. It's Monopoly money. Yeah, and they made a... Um, the lead singer, Toby, I think is his name, he made a point. They had a bit of a bit of a to-do with the Heavy Music Awards on, I think it was Amazon Music. Um, so they were doing a live stream for the Heavy Music Awards and one of their songs features another artist called Milky Way, I think, who's the singer from Wargasm, right? Wargasm, yeah. Um, anywho, Toby came on wearing a 
mesh t-shirt, right? So you can see, you can see some man nips. The nips are out. The nips are out. And um, yeah, Milky came on wearing like a, like a chained bikini or something. And because she came on wearing that, the live stream was cancelled and like taken down. Um, and yeah, at the at Slam Dunk, actually, Toby made a huge point and was wearing the mesh t-shirt again and just said that it's ridiculous that they took a live stream down for female nipples, but not bloke nipples. Yeah. Because like, a freaking nipple's a nipple, people. A for nipple God's is sake. a nipple. It's yeah. not a sexual. It's not. It's not sexual. Society makes it sexual. It's not a sexual organ. Nips are great. Nips are great. Free the nip. Free that nip. Also, why should women have to cover up? Because no offense, because some men and some people can't control their own fucking urges. Exactly. Yeah. It's disgusting. So he made a very good point of that, didn't he? In the in their uh, set. But it's just another reason why I love that genre of music because, you know. Punk and pop punk and rock and that sort of stuff. It's like, fuck society, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. love that. I live for that. So, yeah, it was awesome. But Trash Boat were, were another highlight. And he was just a really nice dude, wasn't he? Yeah. He was so sweet. Just hanging out on his own merch table. Just oh, meeting people. Just such really a good nice. day all round, wasn't it? It was awesome. Yeah, being back for live music again. It just felt amazing. It felt so good. I was fangirling when I... Oh, it yeah, just... there was, the screams were off the scale. Oh, so happy. <laughs> so happy. I mean, as it is, I've been trying to see... before Since before I fell pregnant with B. Yeah. I have tried to see We were going to get tickets, so but then times. you got pregnant, didn't Then I got you? pregnant, and then I was going to get tickets again, and then didn't, and the pandemic hit. So, yeah, like, it was just the first time I'd seen them live, and they did not disappoint. They were good. Even you were like... They were yeah, good. They were good. good. Very Tight. good. <laughs> and state champs were just insane. I think they haven't played a show for like. Two, oh yeah, they said two, two years. Two didn't years, they? Yeah. yeah. So that was one of their first ones back. They were still insane. Very American. Very American. Yeah. And one of them was wearing an Oasis T-shirt, but we're not going to comment on that. <laughs> just because you're in the UK, guys, you don't need to wear an Oasis T-shirt. We've got other bands that are much better. Just saying. Have we? Yeah. I thought Oasis were the only band we got. Shut up. <laughs> so, as I said, we've already done an episode about the firstborn child, or the eldest child. Yep. Also known as the throwaway pancake. Yours truly. <laughs> um, and I think we weren't planning on doing like a series about it, I guess, were we? We were just, no. we were chatting ideas and we thought, oh, throwaway pancake, that's a funny, mm-hmm. that's a funny thing to talk about. So following on from that, um, I guess there is a bit of, I don't want to call it science, but there's a bit of pseudoscience around birth order. I don't know if you've ever heard about this. No. So there is something called birth order theory. Okay. And the idea behind it is that the order in which siblings or children are born determines particular psychological and personality traits about them. Really? Apparently. But I th- I think it's like quite a... Pseudoscience. Yeah, like a yeah. 20th century kind of... Theory. Theory mm. that was based really on nuclear families and like traditional family setups right, okay. where you've got like two parents and three kids. Okay, right, yeah. So the birth order theory was developed in the early to mid um, 20th century where um, there was a psychiatrist called Alfred Adler. Okay. Kind of like a contemporary of Freud and Jung and all those kind of European lads. Lads. Over lads. there. Okay. Um, continental Europeans, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and in his theory about birth already claimed that you would get particular personality traits and characteristics based on what order you and your siblings are born in. Okay. So the oldest child tends to be more authoritative and kind of, it says here that they feel more all-powerful due to the higher expectations put on them by their parents. All-powerful. I don't know, I feel there's a, you you feel responsible for your younger siblings, don't you? Responsibilities put on your shoulders, maybe not power. Powerful. 
Although I think every older sibling used to be like, you have to do as I say because mum put me in charge. Did, how many times did you pull that card oh, out? Oh, all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever got to pull that card ever. No, because you were middle child. Yeah. I you were always the one being that. babysat. Yeah. You weren't the babysitter. Right. The baby city. Sitter, sitter. I was the city. You were the city. Yeah. Um, and then on the flip side, you get the youngest children who they're kind of like infantilized mm-hmm. um, right away. They're seen as the baby yeah, in the, the family. Yeah, the babies of the family. So internally, they kind of internalize that and almost baby themselves. Right. Um, and then externally, they also get away with quite a lot, don't they? Because there's. Yeah, um, okay. That kind of idea that they are the baby and that everyone else should be looking out for them. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know if that tracks in your family, but definitely in mine, my younger brother. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, that that to me could be related not necessarily to my youngest sibling. I don't know, actually. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think my youngest sibling's a home bird, as in she likes being looked after. Not looked after, but she likes to be around family. So maybe there is an essence of that there. Maybe she'll be yeah. able to tell us, Chloe. Well, it says <laughs> it says here that it's because um, they feel like they can never rise above the siblings, so they kind of toe the bar low for themselves. Oh, oh, I hope not. That's sad if it I is. Know. Well, it is like you know, like brutalist um, psychiatry That's from really the beginning sad. of the century. <laughs> Crazy. Kind of in the middle of that, you've got the middle child mm-hmm. who. As you can imagine, they're seen as the more, you know, as the mediator, I guess, between um, the oldest and the youngest and the parents. Um, And because of that, they tend to have a much more even temper. Um, But they also have trouble kind of fitting in due to that kind of sandwich nature of their life and how they're sometimes quite close to the youngest in some ways, I think. Yeah, yeah, I see that. And also... Yeah, I know. I do see that. I do see that, especially the are they closer to the younger. I mean, that was definitely the case in my family. Yeah, I mean, in our little family that we got growing at the moment, mm-hmm. we've just had a new puppy come in. Yeah. So Blake, in our eyes, Blake is you know she's the firstborn. She's mm-hmm. the pancake. Oh. I didn't say throw away. <laughs> she's a good pancake. She's a lovely pancake. And then we kind of got this dog. Do you do you feel that she kind of reverted a little bit? When, oh, when the dog came is. along. Yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah, she gets very jealous of, of the dog, yeah. weirdly enough. Suddenly all that attention just got whipped away from her. Mm. Could you kind of sympathise at all with that? Is there anything yeah, you remember? Yeah, I remember. I do remember that. I actually do remember that shock of not being an only child anymore. I remember it because I was four or five. So I remember that like, oh my God, I, I don't have all of my mum and dad's attention right now. Yeah. You apparently as a kid really hated it. Yeah, I did. Well, yeah, when, so me and my brother are quite close in age. We're just under two years apart, like Mm. 22 months or something like that. And yeah, because I was not even two yet, I suffered from it, apparently. Mm. Mm. I, I was like, my older brother's much older than me. So I was that kind of, I guess that almost that eldest child again mm. and then for a very short time and then it was gone yeah yeah you whereas you had it. like four or five years of it i guess yeah yeah maybe so were... i do I, I do remember that feeling of like my parents focus being elsewhere and as well i think because my younger sister my middle sister was so poorly it was a real shock to me i guess as a kid that would have had all the attention to suddenly i mean my poor mum and my poor dad were in and out of hospital with my sister, weren't they? Constantly. Like, she didn't come home straight away. So that was the other weird thing. You know, I was told I was going to have a baby sister. And I was like, where is it then? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was all a bit, yeah, a bit of a stressful time. I mean, this this theory is a bit general. But what it what it's saying is that where you've got a middle child, um, they're more likely to suffer from perfectionism, apparently. Right. Okay. Because of this. I don't mm. know why. I didn't read that much into it, but when you get a middle child, they're much more, I guess, prone to that maladaptiveness. Ooh, that being said, I wonder if uh, my middle sister would agree with that. I, I think so. They also say that the middle child is least likely to ask for parental help when under duress. No, I don't believe that. No? No. Not well, it's definitely family. the case for me. 
Like Oh, you are, yeah. Definitely. Compared to my youngest and my eldest. Yeah. I'm the least likely to. But again, see, I think our, my middle sibling is the most likely to ask for help. But I think that's because she got used to having a lot of help from my family and my parents because of being poorly and because of having having her heart condition and things. So I think for her, she's like very, very close to my mum and dad, my mum especially. So yeah, she's the first to ask for help. But with you, yeah, that does fit. All this is to say, I know we're about to do a whole episode about middle child syndrome and birth order. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this thing was like kind of banded around all the way throughout the 20th century mm-hmm. by different psychi- uh, psychiatrists and psychologists. I think in contemporary society, it's been completely disproven because it's, yeah, yeah. it's quite culturally biased yeah, for definitely. people that don't live in those nuclear yeah. family setups. That. However, all you have to do is kind of just type into... TikTok, YouTube, mm. Google, whatever, middle child. Yeah. And you just get a bunch of people like, wow, 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 yeah. I'm the middle child, I'm the excluded one, I'm the one... I'm the sheep. Yeah, I'm the one who doesn't get all the attention, the one who just sits on the internet all day. Yeah, that's you. That is me. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that could be literally anyone in any birth order. Potentially. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I can imagine it happens quite a lot in larger families of people like more than three, yeah. two or three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just have to have a quick scroll through and it's just a load of people whinging about being a middle child. How hard it is. Yeah, about how hard it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I can see that completely. Um, and I guess when we were talking about the throwaway pancake, what we were saying is, you know, they're kind of the the first try. Yeah, aren't the they? practice run. I was trying to think of like an analogy for the middle child. Um, I was racking my brains for ages and I just couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, okay. But then it came to me that, have you ever seen the TV show Spaced with Simon Pegg? Oh, Pegg? Yeah, years, yeah, yeah, years and years ago. Yeah, so th- there was a scene in that where the main character, Daisy, she's talking about a sandwich toaster. <laughs> she's not talking about being a middle child, she's talking about a relationship. Right. But what she says is, in the end, our relationship was like a sandwich toaster. You know, you just forget that you've got one and it just sits there at the top of the cupboard (laughs) collecting a layer of greasy fudge. And even if you do see it, you just assume it's broken and you think, if it's working, I'd use it all the time. But you don't. And it just sits there. That's heartbreaking. I feel like that's the closest analogy for a middle child. As in you just have them and then forget about them. Yeah. Because your youngest comes along. Yeah, you have... I mean, they have their use at the start. Like, you get your sandwich toaster. And in this in this episode, <laughs> she's like, you have sandwich par- parties. You create, like, chocolate ones. You do you think cheddar this is ones. It. This is the one I'm going to do the way... Yeah. Like, raise the way I wanted to. And then as soon as, as soon as you've had your honeymoon period with the sandwich toaster... It's forgotten and left in the cupboard. Like and you our, do check in on it every now and again. Like our coffee machine. But you forget you've got it. Okay. Like the coffee machine. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Are you all right, Mr. Sandwich Toaster? Well, I felt like it had to be equally disparaging considering the throwaway pancake. You yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, because at least you can reuse the toaster. Oh, the sandwich toaster is awesome. You'd rather be a sandwich one. toaster than a throwaway pancake because that's one and done. They're both great. That's one and done. It is. <laughs> yeah, middle children do get their reuse. Yeah. Whereas the eldest, yeah, they're, they're done they're for. They're done. Done. Yeah. Can't even, can't even, they're not, not savable, not salvageable. <laughs> Just scrape them off your ceiling and put them in the bin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all those expectations. Yeah. I guess that's good. A sandwich toaster doesn't have many expectations. If anything, it, you know kind of like exceeds expectations because you forget how good they are until you start yeah. using them again. Love a sandwich toaster. We need a sandwich toaster. We do need to get one. We need a well, we've got toaster. Winnie now, so I guess she's our... Oh, sandwich toaster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of it, really, on middle child syndrome. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bit of a, you know, like a fake thing. Right. Um, but, you know, I do kind of, I guess, sympathise all those guys out there feel yeah, a bit you, excluded you feel hard done by all the time don't you yeah just a little bit um i thought we could talk about we're re-watching at the moment malcolm in the middle oh yeah and he is like the perfect example of a middle child i think in the way that he 
he is that kind of mediator in his family, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he kind of almost sees himself as the normal one. Yes, he does. That's the whole um, point of the programme, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. the rest of his family are absolutely mad. They are. <laughs> well, yeah, but at the same time, like, he's part of that unit, isn't he? And oh, yeah, like, he joins he, in and he stuff. He completely yeah. gels in with the unit, even though he's got that kind of superiority mm. complex. But he's like, yeah, as I said, like, the, the perfect example... Of a middle child. Of a middle child. But he's also, like, the perfect example of how, even though he's intelligent, he doesn't necessarily have much, like, wisdom or... <laughs> or common sense. Common sense, in yeah. a way, doesn't he? Um, I guess I didn't really relate to Malcolm as a kid that much. You do as an adult now, though. I was going to say I relate more to Hal, the dad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I watched the show growing up when I was, like, 10 years old or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I remember, like, thinking, like, oh, is that what it's like being a middle child? Like, you just feel... You know, kind of like wedged in amongst the madness. Um, but since we've done the rewatch, I'm like, yeah, I was nothing like Malcolm. But now I'm looking at Hal and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, like... you got a best friend that lives next door that moves away? Oh, that's going to happen to me one day. I can just see it happening from a million miles away. Yeah, I mean... I don't... Do you love me as much as he loves Lois, then? Oh, I am such a wife guy. Oh, yeah. you're a wife guy? Oh, babe. I'm a simp for my wife. Yes, simp your wife. <laughs> simp away, my boy, simp away. For those of you who haven't seen Malcolm in the Middle... Um, Watch it. You, it still holds up. It's really good. It's really good. Um, but Hal is like... How do you describe Hal? It's, it's just like a manic... He can't hold his family's life together at all. He's always horny for his wife. Always, and that's why they have so many kids. <laughs> and he doesn't really do discipline at all. His, no. Lois, the wife, is the opposite, the mum. She does all the discipline. Yeah, and she's Howard, scary. Yeah, and Howard just kind of like... He just wants an easy life. Yeah. He literally, the whole point of his character is just finding a way to have an easy life and have sex with his wife. That's literally, <laughs> literally his character. And I guess I relate to Howard a little bit because like... <laughs> He kind of... You want an easy life and have sex with your wife. Yeah, like, he's just trying to hold his life together. And at the same time, they give him, like, this this faceless job, don't they? You never oh, actually yeah, find no. out what Hal's job is. He just works in, like, an office cubicle. Um, and you meet, like, go to company picnics and stuff with him and all this stuff. But you never actually find, find out, out what, what he his does. job no. is. Yeah. You feel the connection. Slightly, yeah. yeah. I mean, you you didn't know what I did for years. <laughs> yes, I did. You couldn't tell me what my job role was for years. Brand person <laughs> for a long time. Marketing guy. Marketing guy. I actually described you at work today. One of our new vets said, what does your other half do? And I said, oh, recently he's become a copywriter, but he was working in marketing and shit. And marketing she was like, ah. Oh. And then she went, I don't know what a copywriter is. <laughs> Just say I'm a writer. I just, That's said, easier. I just said he's a professional grammar Nazi. <laughs> I said, basically, you know all that boring shit your insurance give you that you've got to read? And she went, yeah, I was like, he writes that. <laughs> that That is a gross simplification of do. What you I write do. it? Sometimes. Well, mostly R&D write the terms and conditions and stuff. I just tone a voice them. You just proof check it, proofread it. Well, oh. I just rewrite it. Oh my God. What? You're the Microsoft paperclip. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. How? Because you can click him and say, can you check my work for me, please? And he's like, cool, right, we'll do. Right, can we just, just back up a little bit? It's 2021 and you're talking about the fucking Microsoft <laughs> I paperclip. I lived for the Microsoft paperclip. <laughs> Did you I'm, use him? Yeah, I always use the Microsoft paperclip. Always? Always. It's me. I can't for spell for shit, mate. I, to be fair, I didn't actually know what he did. And you could change him. What else could you turn him into? Nothing was as good as a paperclip. Was there like a sexy version? Oh, there was one with eyelashes, yeah. <laughs> I loved him. And if you clicked him, he like turned into little emails and stuff, didn't he? Uh, I, honestly, oh. I just crossed him off every time Why? I saw him. I loved him. Good annoying. old Clippy. Is that his name? No, I don't know. I made that up. <laughs> Clippy boy. Clippy boy. Yeah. You're the Microsoft paperclip. That's your professional job. I mean, I also like write ads and stuff and Shh. social media Shh. stuff. And... Shh. You're the Microsoft paperclip. Okay. That's I'll right. put that on the CV. Put that on your CV. LinkedIn. Yeah. Paperclip, paper clip. boy, that's me. Yeah, sick. I'm now going to find a photo and I'm going to photocopy your face onto it. <laughs> photocopy? Photo- what do I mean? It's, don't know. What do you mean? Scam? Photo- paste. Paste. <coughs> <laughs> I don't... 
I'm so tired. Photo paste. <laughs> I'm going to photo paste your face. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put your face on it. And you're going to pop up and be like, hi, can I help you? <laughs> do that to people at work now on teams like, yeah. like hi you look like you need help with this yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, literally. fuck off Coop <laughs> yeah, just send them your paperclip photo I've got a clip from Malcolm to show okay which I think thing is Malcolm doesn't really do too much in the show does he he kind of narrates it narrates it pops in and out doesn't he he's yeah. got his own little storyline he does his like monologues um, but he doesn't tend to have his own like moments I guess but there are a few times where he like you know, has like a defining moment. He's not just like part of the madness of his family. Yeah. And this, I think this is probably one of my favourite clips from the entire show. Whatever. Yeah. Ooh. You are not giving up until you bowl a strike. Your mother's right, Connie. My name's not Connie. Okay, Mom, you want to see a strike? Malcolm, what are you doing? Look at me. I'm the world's greatest bowler. He's I care down. so much about bowling. The bowling bowling is so Malcolm, come back here! You want a strike? I'll give you a strike! Here's your damn strike! <laughs> <laughs> and he still misses it! He misses the strike, even though he's marked right up to the cone. Oh, poor kid. Oh, poor Connie. I think that just kind of encompasses middle child syndrome a little bit it's like doesn't matter what you as do as soon as you come out of your shell and you try to break that kind of introverted mold you built for yourself yeah it will just fail miserably so don't Aww. get out of it get back in your mold get back in your mold oh i like to see you out of your mold babe i know but it's just not worth the risk <laughs> i might miss that strike you might miss that strike <laughs> Oh, you poor thing. There's a, there's another clip from Malcolm, which I, I won't play, but there's an episode where he decides that talking gets himself in trouble too much. Right. So what he does is basically doesn't talk for a whole episode and just like, see, has an internal monologue. And at the end, his his basketball coach goes in, Malcolm, we need you on, on the thing. You're like, you're our main guy. And he goes, thanks, and like just blood like spurts out of his mouth. Because he's given himself an epeptic ulcer from holding in so much rage. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you feel? Yeah, I think, I, I remember as a kid being like, oh, maybe I shouldn't hold in so much rage. <laughs> Cause, really? Yeah, I'll get an epeptic ulcer and die. Oh my God, Coop, that's really dramatic. I know, but like... I'm sure there's a therapist listening. Maybe there's a therapist listening that's like, sir, do you want to have a chat? Yeah, what, that's what does not that good. mean? That's not good. Repressed emotions. Yeah, but at the same time, watching that episode of Malcolm made me be like, actually, maybe I should talk yeah. a bit more. Good. Just get, don't give yourself appendicitis. Yeah. yeah, don't internally scream that yeah. this person's being an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so Frankie Muniz went for the role when he was... They originally wanted Malcolm to be younger, but right. Frankie Muniz was like 13 at the time. And they chose him and made Malcolm slightly older. That's interesting. I remember always watching him, like, on MTV, like, back in the day. He'd be, like, 16 years old and he'd have, like, a fucking Porsche and, like, a Ferrari and stuff like that. Yeah. That wasn't really his car, though, was it? That was just for telly. No, that, he, like, he did an episode of Cribs, I think it was, and, like, had all his cars. He's a sad case, though, isn't he? Because he he had a stroke, didn't he? Uh, I think bleed. it was. Uh, oh no, he had an injury, a car injury in a car crash. Yeah, wasn't he'd, he? he'd had multiple Go concussions. Car. Yeah. No, like race car driving. Oh. Yeah, so he he suffers from TIAs. Yeah, miniature strokes. Well, yeah. like miniature bleeds on the brain, aren't they? Yeah, and because of that, he doesn't actually remember quite a lot of what he filmed with Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, that's so sad. Like he remembers some stuff, and he does like regularly talk to cast members. Yeah. Um, and stuff to remember stuff, but like, it's like big. Gaps, in his, Gaps in his memory because of that. That's so sad. Yeah. Because he's not old, is he? No, he's probably about 35-ish, I think. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah. But he's like one of those people that I think just done it. They've done celebrity right, haven't they? Yeah. Dogs just scratching what? away. Just like got all their money when they were young and is just enjoying their life yeah just chilled you, out a bit yeah but do you got to remember a lot of these childhood actors and stars and stuff that doesn't end that well does it no definitely not there's some pretty bad ones Dis- out disney there. have created some doozies maybe we should do an episode about that i think that'd be a good episode yeah 
kids that Disney have fucked up. <laughs> kids that have been fucked up. No, because Disney could sue us and we really can't afford <laughs> to pay Disney. I think they should fucking sue us. No. Get some publicity. Daniel, don't even, don't even threaten the mouse. Don't threaten the mouse. <laughs> the rat. Don't threaten the rat. I'm going to take the rat on. Cope. Yeah, we should do an episode no, about that. No, you don't threaten the mouse. The mouse? The big cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, uh, Frankie Munoz did like a, um, uh, a Reddit... Um, an ask Reddit thing, what they called? Yeah, ask me anything things. Mm-hmm. Um, there really wasn't too much that he said in all of them, but he basically like doesn't care about his past and being def- like typecast almost as Malcolm. Right. He says like, at least I'm going to be remembered for something. He says something Aww, like that. Precious angel. Yeah. So I think he he did it right. Yeah. Um, I guess other good examples of the middle child. Lisa Simpson. She, yes. Yeah. I guess she counts as a middle child. She does, yeah. And she just, fits your, just that theory very well, actually. Yeah, kind of like the the outcast, the one that yeah. doesn't fit in. Trying to prove herself all the She's a vegetarian. She does like her own thing, plays a saxophone. Oh. Lisa, it's your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lisa. You're a bit obsessed with The Simpsons, aren't you? Aww. And in turn, I have become... Early Simpsons. Able to quote The Simpsons. Early Simpsons is the one, isn't it? What's your favourite ever Simpsons quote? Ever? Yeah. Oh, you put me on the spot now. Now, go. Uh, I mean, the Aurora Borealis. Oh, that, that is that such one, Nothing a will ever top that. <laughs> nothing will ever top that. <laughs> that is such a classic. <laughs> Entirely within your kitchen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> May I see it? No. no. <laughs> I know Game of Thrones was probably one of the most disappointing TV shows. Oh, the ending, man. In all of history. Yeah. But another good example of the middle child is Arya Stark. Mm-hmm. In that she is slap bang in the middle of yeah. the eldest children. Children, yeah. Um, and then also the younger babies like Rickon and Bran. Yeah. Um, and she, yeah, again, she kind of fits that mould, doesn't she, where she... It's almost like a loner. Yeah. Right from the beginning series. Like, yeah. she doesn't fit in with the whole, like, um, Lord and Lady setup that they no. got going on in season one. And then, literally, she is removed from her family and becomes, like, almost she like a warrior. No one. She, she literally becomes. No one. No face. No one. No one. Doesn't she? Yeah. So, like, she's a really good analogy for She the, is the, uh, one of the actual characters. And I'm so glad that she killed him at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> too late spoiler alert I'm so glad that she killed him at the end the because, Night King yeah because out of all the characters that was the only part of the ending that was good yeah it was her killing the Night King when that happened I was like oh. everyone's like John should have done that oh. but like yeah. it makes sense that she I mean she didn't really have too much of a purpose at all in that whole TV show yeah um, she's like literally invisible as like in her family she's invisible mm. she's invisible to society she goes across the continent she's invisible I've just had a theory a Go theory on. I haven't thought about Game of Thrones in ages so this is a theory you know how like the three-eyed raven was all like saying about how the Night King would die and all this stuff and prof- prophesizing and all that crap Arya was not able to be in the prophecy because she's no one and she could not be seen so That's she a changed <laughs> no but she changed the prophecy Okay, that makes a bit of sense. You see what I mean? Yeah. She just literally appeared out of nowhere. See, guys, middle children, we might be invisible. Yeah. We might be excluded. We can stab up a Night King. But we can fucking save the world. Yeah. Like, shank up the Night King if he ever comes along. Oh, my. And stop Endless Winter. Game of Thrones. Also, who would have known? At the beginning of that series, we were going, ooh, incest. At the end of that (laughs) series, we were like, yes, incest. (laughs) So bad. Where's all the incest? Where's all the incest? Bring it back. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I think she's, like, a good one to end on because she's, she's kind of got, like, that warrior spirit, mm. hasn't she? And she does prove herself. That's yeah. the thing. She's so determined to prove herself, and she does prove herself. Like, the whole revenge thing is so important to her. Yeah. But she does actually prove herself in the end. So, yeah, as I said, you can, like, look around on YouTube and TikTok and stuff like that and find all these whiny bitches. All upset middle children. I 
did some of my own research. I'm not going to go. I thought you were going to say I did some of my own whinging. <laughs> no, I did some of my own research this time around because there's not there's not a whole lot of interesting content about being the middle child. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. All but right. I did. I did find this one thing called the Invisible Pet Food Challenge. Okay. You heard about this? No. So I, was, I can't remember how I got to it, but I was typing like invisible and stuff like that. Oh my god, you were getting deep, man. Yeah. And these, like, I mean, this this is a truly awful video. It sucks. It's not even that good. But this guy is pretending that he's eating food in front of his dog. <laughs> he's just got a plate and a knife and fork and is pretending to eat invisible food. Uh, trying to see what his dog does. What What is this called to middle, ch- middle children? I mean, it has the word invisible in the title. That dog's literally like, I'd like it, but I don't know what it is. The dog's just looking at him like, what the fuck? I think the dog, well, the dog's even looking at its lips like it's confused. Uh. Oh, it's Quincy. I know this dog. This dog is the one that he goes, Quincy, we're going on a road trip. And he goes, I mean, this is not funny. Good, good, good. This is just a bad video. He's like subtitled the dog. Yeah, no, this is. He's here, just torturing this dog. That dog literally is like, I don't get it. Get I think he gets a bit mean towards the end. What the dog? Yeah, he's a bit of an asshole. If I remember rightly. Do you want to know what body language that dog's giving off to me? That I want to kill you. That dog is giving off "Leave me the fuck alone" vibes right now. I feel like he's been put up there and he doesn't like being put up there and he is very uncomfortable. Yeah, well, he wouldn't usually sit he, at the table, he's would not, he? He's not comfortable. He's constantly licking his lips. He keeps staring off, trying to avoid eye contact with the owner. Very good, yeah. He's making him lick the fork. I feel like this isn't... No, this this isn't a, this isn't a confused dog. This is a scared dog. This is a stressed little dog. Put his mouth on it. Maybe I'll feed you like a baby, would I hope? I don't think he wants to be like held a like a baby. As I feed him. This is how people get bitten. He's now staring at the floor hey, and he's trying okay? to avoid eye contact with you. That dog is pissed. No. He's gonna fuck him up. He's gonna he's snarling it. now. No. This is this is why people get bitten. Either. Yeah. You wouldn't even eat it. That dog has given him so this. many warning signs. You deserve to get bitten. Hey, you whining, it's just nothing. It's just See, nothing. and also, this is the thing. This guy's making content, in quote-unquote content, out of stressing his dog out. Yes. His dog is a small little poodly thing. That is a... If that was a bigger dog, that could really hurt somebody. Really hurt somebody. That's like a three-minute video or something. And it's literally just him torturing his dog. It's horrible. That's really mean. Yeah. Little kind of teaser, I guess, for another episode we got planned about yeah. pet safety, yeah. especially around children. So what was the connection with that? As I said, I typed in the like word invisible and that, and that came, came up. up. <laughs> yeah, cause oh, there's, there's, poor dog. The content is just people whining about being the middle child. Mm, that dog is that dog has a right to whine. Yeah. I'm glad like, he got angry with him. Yeah, I feel like he should get bitten. That is not a happy dog. That dog was given so many signs of stress. So... That was me typing in the word invisible. Then I started typing in the word sandwich toaster. Oh, <laughs> for remember. God's sake. Is this like when you were typing in the word pancake? <laughs> yeah. What were you expecting to come up? Well. Was it George For- Foreman Posh there was sandwich a lot, toaster? There was a lot of Foreman grills yeah, that came up. Um, There's also this video that I found that has about four views. Four views? And oh, it I is can't wait. a kid making a sandwich. Aw. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On like a phone camera. What's wrong with that sandwich? No. It's bread soggy. All you have to do is grate some cheese. No. Grab some bread. Put the bread in the place of This is what you meant in a few episodes ago when you were like, anyone can pack anything on YouTube. I don't <laughs> want to see this kid making a poorly constructed sandwich. Where are his parents? Where are his parents? I mean, probably screaming at him to stop microwaving bread. Oh no, what? So it's now got six views because I've watched it about three times. Um, but what he's saying is my own cheese sandwich recipe with no toaster or toasty maker. 
cheese. And what he does is he... Puts it in the flipping microwave. He grates cheese onto the bread. Then he puts it in the toaster to make it toast. Once it pops, you put more cheese on it. And then you put it in the microwave for 30 seconds. Mmm, yummy meal. Mmm, <laughs> yummy meal. <laughs> That's from the user LCH. Ooh, woo. I feel like little Elsie Woo Woo needs to needs needs some parents round to make that kid a goddamn cheese toasty. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a like. Oh, Daniel! <laughs> don't make him want to make more. How do you rate Elsie's uh, no, recipe? No, it was a monstrosity. You put it in the microwave. It's, the bread's not even that. that why? Why would you toast it before putting it in the microwave? <laughs> it's completely pointless. All right, don't don't rake her over the coals. I do. Do you know who I want to see? Do you know who I want to see? Watch that. Who? Ramsey. Gordon Ramsay oh, would yeah, that, shed that, that kid. That would be a good Ramsay it would. split, wouldn't it? It would. Stitch. Is that yeah. what they call it on TikTok? Stitch, yeah. So you have ASMR. I have ASMR isn't a disease, Daniel. <laughs> you I'm definitely sensitive. have it if it's a disease. I'm sensitive to ASMR. Yeah. Very, you like very the, sensitive. The whispery videos. I'm just very sensitive to it. It sets you off. And like yeah. if people like touch your skin in a certain Ooh. way, you like get that rush don't you yeah yeah Yeah. i'm very sensitive to it so i found a few like asmr videos i didn't include that one elsie's video i'm glad because that that, that didn't make me feel comfortable (laughs) that was gross it was like oh she lifts up the bread it's just spreading it (laughs) (laughs) it's so gungy it's horrible she's like "Mm, good meal no (laughs) yummy food yummy food so this is what people are calling an ASMR video on YouTube. It's a guy rating this sandwich toaster. Okay. Butter or mayo it. I've tried using mayo instead of butter on the outside of my toasties, and I gotta say I'm a convert. I'm using two slices of cheese. He's got a lovely voice, first of all. Mayonnaising the outside before. Mayonnaising the outside. Microwave for two and a half minutes aside. Whoa! 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 Why are they not using toasters in the states right now? How do you mean? Well, this is going in the microwave as well. So that that's the device that he's reviewing. Oh, okay. Can you see it? It's yeah. like a plate. Yeah, the cheese does leak, but it results in this delicious cheese skirt. Now, I don't know how they're able to get this browning with them. He just called that a cheese skirt. <laughs> he just said, the cheese leaks, but it results in this beautiful cheese skirt. <laughs> I, what it is, is like two plates of metal that you put in the microwave. I want a cheese skirt. Yeah, I just burned my entire mouth. Be careful, guys. So I hope this answers our question. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see why that's ASMR. I love a, love a bit of sound of crunch. Yeah, so the, around the sandwich toast, there's a lot of these ASMR videos. I yeah. don't know what it is it's about... the crispies. It's all about the crispies. The crispies and the soft voice. <laughs> yeah, crispies and the soft voice. You want to hear that crunch? It's like on TikTok, there's videos of people with little clay balls and they're like, guess what colour the foam inside them are? And it's that crunch. It's like, ooh, it's good. <laughs> um, there's another video here from... Uh, it's a German video. Okay. Sandwichmakerprofi.de. Okay. And it's another one of these ASMRs. I, I mean, I'm not going to butcher the title with my German accent, but it, <laughs> the title is basically Sandwichmaker um, Zubertung von Sandwiches. Okay. And it's another one of these ASMR videos of someone just making a toasty. Okay. Oh, he's putting real butter on his toasty. Mm, you know that's going to make a good crisp. There's no no narration, just him making butter the video. Buttering his toast. So maybe you need to narrate. Okay, well, he's buttering his toast. Oh, he's buttered the outside. Oh, he's after a real crispy is. He wants it to be crispy boy. <laughs> But is he not buttering the inside at all? I don't know how I feel about that. Mm, unless is he only going to butter, butter one side? Because let's be honest, it's a lot of butter. No, he's not. No, now he's going straight for the cheese. Oh, salami. He's putting a bit of salami on there. Massive salami. Bits, <laughs> massive bits of salami. Oh, hang on, he's coming in with the butter. He's coming back in with the butter. Right, which way up's it going, boy? 
No, again, he's not got any butter on the inside of it. He's just smothered the outside of the bread in butter. <laughs> and he's smothered the whole toasty in butter. But you've got to get that lift, haven't you? You've got to butter it a little bit to get the lift off. I get this for the crispies. I get it, but I've got a bit of butter on the inside. Always I'm going to... So do you like this kind of content, which is like... I get it. I do get it. Like the noise and everything. It's very soothing. The it's ritual. very relaxing. Yeah, it's very relaxing. Your dad watches ASMR videos as yeah, well, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, my dad's like me. It helps relax him. We get very sensitive to it. Like, you can hear it. You can hear the sandwich. Yeah. Ooh, me gusta. <laughs> Considering the amount of butter he put on that, that ain't that crispy. It's not got a very good cheese skirt on it. <laughs> Lack of cheese skirt. No, see, that's... I'm not... Mm. No. No? I mean, the so noise, how does this the compare to the, the other video? I think I preferred the other one because it was crispier. And he did introduce you to the cheese skirt. He introduced me to the cheese skirt. That's a soggy... I'm sorry, that's a soggy toasty. He drowned it in too much That's butter. not great, is it? No, it's not a good After toaster. After all that prep work, no, he did. No, He used half a fucking stick of butter on the actual toaster. That was an ad for an air fryer. So, yeah. So, go on. Who, out of those three, what would you rank them? Which one was the worst? Oh, the kid. The Elsie's. kid, the monstrosity that was that <laughs> soggy sandwich in a bloody microwave. Horrendous. Horrendous. <laughs> I'm sorry. Horrendous. Every chef on this planet is screaming. Somebody buy that child a fucking toaster. And then the German video next, would you say? Yeah, just because, I mean, it started off well, it started off strong, there was all that preparation, I thought, oh, he's going for crisp, he's going for crisp, he's fucked it up. He put a bit of ham in it it as well. Salami. Salami. Yeah, too much salami. So you like the the guy who did the device, the microwave device? Yeah, 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 he had it perfectly crisp. Yeah. Yeah. And what about ASMR rating? His cheese skirt. (laughs) Um, His ASMR rating was high because he leant into the mic and gave it a crunchy bite. (laughs) And that makes my ears well happy. <laughs> it does. Makes me ears happy. Gives me all the tingly boys. I love how I just showed you then three videos of toasties being made. I just accept whatever you, you show me and now. you just had no, nothing to say apart from, yes, I'm ready for this. Yeah, literally. I just accept whatever it is you show me now. I've I'm trained just like, you well. bring it on. Whatever this weirdness is. I just like to hear your little connections to the videos. <laughs> like, why did you pluck... That one video that had ever like six views out of your arse just to show me. You're like, this, I've searched YouTube for hours. This is what I'm going to show Sammy. I looked for way too long to find that. That, that is what you came up with. There's so many of them. A soggy microwave sandwich. There were so many. Um, so this is from the user Scottish ASMR Blueberry. Ooh, I'm excited. And I mean, I didn't research too much about her, but... She does, like, these streams every now and again on YouTube mm-hmm. where she'll do, like, an hour-long stream talking about her, like, chemotherapy journey and stuff like Aww. this and all these kind of, like, bits about her life. But I found this video that she titled The Chronicles of the Cheese Toasty, Ooh. part two. Ooh. Um, and she's, like, a really positive kind of person and, like, she's got a, quite a loyal fan base. Yeah. Um, but she's talking about in this video how she burnt her chin on a cheese toasty. Ow. And she's just got a very soothing ASMR worthy voice. Mm-hmm. Why these things always happen to me? Oh, what a lovely accent. Yeah, the toasty maker again. I'm not friends with it anymore. I'm not, not friends with the cheese toasty maker and I'm going to show you why. I've got a boo-boo. <laughs> I need a wee plaster. Oh. Just go there and there. You're okay. You're all going to be all right. You're all right. Oh, I, I do love the Scots. That was atrocious. I'm <laughs> That's such a bad accent. There we go. I love Today's the Scots. drink of choice is Iron Bro. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Sky. <laughs> but she's basically just got like a little burn on her chin from a cheese toasty. Oh. And she just tells like a massive story about was it. Was it ever worth it though? Was it a good cheese toasty? Did it have a good cheese skirt? She on doesn't it? she doesn't say anything about the rating the toasty, no. She just talks that. But she does do so I said before about how she's 
she streams about her chemotherapy journey. Yeah, yeah. She did an impression of Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've got to show you. This is brilliant. An impression of Mrs. Doubtfire. Man of apple bite. Apple bite. Very, very refreshing. Oh, no, we're gone. Love it. She's having the best time ever, wasn't she? Home alone. Dressing up in Mrs. Doubtfire, down in a snake bite. Oh. Oh, that is so refreshing. Oh, it gives you a nice warm feeling, so it does. Oh, it gives you a warm feeling. Help is on the way, dear. Feeling very, very warm. Very warm. She's pissed. Yes. So, yeah, I think she just kind of like has a bit of a jolly. I think she's drunk. With these uh, streams. She's drunk, dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire. And people constantly ask her to do the Mrs. Doubtfire impression. I bet. Because it's really good. That's very, very sweet. I do want her to chuck her face in a cake and shout, Help is on the way, dear. <laughs> Last video to show you is from Appliances Online Australia. Awesome. My favourite channel. <laughs> and this is rating 10 toasties from around the world. Ooh. So I thought you could... Is the George Foreman on the, on top? George Foreman? No, toasties. Not, oh. to, not toasty makers. Oh, actual, actual toasties. Actual bread toasty. Yeah. All right, okay. So I thought you dun, could rate dun, along dun, with dun, them. Dun, dun, dun. Columbia by Philippe. Right, cheese, cheddar cheese to be precise. Mince Beef and beans. No, you've lost me. So it's like a chili con carne kind of yeah, thing. It's not toasty. They're going to toast it. And then they it. toast it. I mean, oh, I get that. That's a good that. one. That's a good one. I get it. And we'll stick it in a bit of guac. That's basically just a like a chili sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm no, nah, I'm no. Nah. What do you rate that? Indonesia Nutella. Oh. Oh my god, is he going to put banana with it? Because if he does, that's exactly what I used to do at work. Oh no, no, you've ruined it. You put cheese on it. <laughs> Crushed peanuts. Condensed milk. What the actual fuck? That's a monstrosity. It was. Do you know what though? I'd have eaten that without the cheese. I've, I've heard that cheese no. and Nutella does actually work no. together. It's one of those no. combos. Think about. My IBS with that sandwich. Oh my God. White bread. Be dead. White bread. Cheddar cheese. cheese condensed milk. Oh my God. Nutella. I'd be dead. Literally. You would simply be deceased. Would, it would just be like a mushroom cloud. That's all you'd see. <laughs> New Zealand, right. Cheddar cheese. Spaghetti. I think they're making these up. Yeah, mate, they're making these up. Definitely. I don't believe that. Australia. By Bill. Good old Bill. Vegemite. Can't see the face I'm pulling right now, but it ain't pleasant. Looks like poo. Cheddar cheese. That sounds good. That sounds good, see, because if that had Marmite and cheddar cheese, that would be... Tickety-boo. That'd be Ripper. That's what they said. <laughs> Ripper. Italy. All right, come on, Nathan. Let's see what you got. Tomato paste. Dude. Dude. Be a bit salty. Some deli ham, some basil. Making a fucking pizza. <laughs> Mozzarella cheese. He's making a pizza in bread. That's. I'm sorry. I think that's. That be good. Culturist. Just because they're from Italy doesn't mean it has to be a pizza bread. That, that looks freaking good. That does. India. Oh, if, now if they now this could be inappropriate. Mint chutney. Ooh. Sliced. Potato. Spice potato. Yeah. And then toast it. Oh, I don't know that about was the a double carbs. Don't know about the double carbs. Or potato and bread. Yeah. yeah. That was a bit disappointing. I was expecting some more spices. England. Well, we know what we do. Cheddar cheese. Yeah, that's the badger. Ham. Branson pickle. Can't beat a bit of Branson. Cheese skirt. Yeah, and then toast it. Yep. Well, nice. <laughs> That's what they said for us. Good job. States. 
It's just going to be a fuck ton of carbs. Bacon, I reckon. Just a gun. One time American <laughs> cheese, one time cheddar cheese, a beef patty, <clears throat> mustard, <laughs> slices of tomatoes, a fucking burger, pickles, it's a fucking burger. Onions, expect- a burger. I was expecting like an eagle Tomato and sauce. a gun. An eagle, a gun, <laughs> a, mag- a manga hat. <laughs> Maga. Maga. <laughs> manga. Manga. Not manga. What's the next one? South Africa. Cheddar cheese. Caramelised onion. Ooh. <sighs> yes, queen. Chutney. That's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's... Mm, that's ping, that is. Do you mean peng? I'm really tired. <laughs> that's peng. Appliances online. Dessert toasty, French toast. Oh, oh my gosh, I want French toast. Oh, Nutella and mascarpone on it. Slices of banana. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Sprinkle that icing sugar, bitch. Maple syrup. Oh, I want some French toast. And some fucking French toast. <laughs> some French toast. Perfect. Amazing. What was the best one? Uh, the French toast. The last one? Yeah. I think the South African one for me. Oh, the, the, Itali- the Italian one was pretty good as well. That was, that looked good. I think maybe with like, I don't know, you'd have to like put some mushroom or something in there as well. The Nutella and cheese monstrosity... <laughs> I'm or so the Indonesian sorry. one. Yeah, that was wrong. Don't knock it till you tried it. No, I will knock it because I value my guts. That's all the weird videos I got to show you today. The last thing to show you, just to, I guess, to bring some final thoughts back around on middle child syndrome, mm. is you can actually buy a candle. Right. Um, which is... Um, Where is me? I'm the middle child. It's called the middle child. Right. So it's a... A candle for the middle child, sorry, is what I should say. Okay. And it largely has an invisible scent. Oh my god. So if you're thinking gosh. of any gifts, birthday gifts, Christmas gifts. Largely invisible Easter scent. Easter gifts to get any middle children and that you know. Underneath it says, go ahead and dye your hair purple. No one will notice. <laughs> That's brutal. You can get this invisible scented candle. Oh. Do you want it? I don't really like candles that much. No one cares because some... you're the middle child. No one cares that you don't like candles. <laughs> if we had some, like, incense or something. Incense? What, invisible incense? Yeah. It wouldn't be invisible, would it? Because you can see incense. True. Well, the candle's not invisible either. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I thought it was invisible. <laughs> no, the candle's real. The scent um, is largely invisible. I see. I was going to get... When you were like, buy it, people buy it. I'm like, people don't buy it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> So yeah, that candle is from alwaysfits.com. Cool. Um, and they've got some other great candles that you can look at. Yeah. Um, fucking meetings. It smells like this one could have been an email. Is one of them. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you need that. Moist as fuck. <laughs> Moist as fuck candle. Oh, I love that. True crimes and chill. <gasps> I need it. And sage that shit. I need it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, have you got any final thoughts on middle child syndrome or, I guess, birth order in general? No, I think I think it's quite a broad thing, but I think it's easy to relate to all of them, definitely. Um, but, no, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe the middle children do just get, like... I don't... I don't in my family, that's not the case, but... Yeah, I can I can see I can see how some middle children might feel that way, and I I don't want I don't ever want a middle child to feel like they're excluded. They don't exist. It's so sad. Yeah. But yeah. I guess we'll just end on a slight PSA again. Mm-hmm. Little announcement to say, if you know any middle children in your life, give them a hug. I, I was going to say, just leave them alone. Um, oh. And don't worry too much about them. They'll be absolutely fine. They've got coping mechanisms they independently work by themselves potentially not healthy coping mechanisms (laughs) but coping mechanisms they know what they're doing don't worry about them guys give them a hug but only if they want one i was gonna say go up to them and go oh my god have you always been here (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe buy them a sandwich toaster. Yeah, buy them a sandwich toaster. And and the candle just to top it off. A good one though. Yeah, maybe look look at some YouTube reviews of the best sandwich toaster that you yeah. can find. Yeah. Um, and then make, just make them a good toasty. Make them a good toasty. Yeah. Make sure it's got a good cheese skirt on it. Yeah. And don't fucking put cheese and Nutella together. And maybe try the mayo technique that that guy tried. Yeah, Put mayo on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a light brush. A light little brush of mayo. <laughs> Thank you for listening today, guys. Um, you can catch us every Friday. Well, we'll be talking about a new weird or alternative disturbing topic of some kind. Usually related to parenting, not Always. sandwich toasters and toasties. <laughs> this was a weird one. <laughs> this was a bit of a random one because we're a bit exasperated, aren't we, after this yeah, week? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah. And if you've got any comments, if you've got any um, stories to tell us, if you've got yeah. any questions... Hit us up. Hit us up on Instagram. You can follow us at Weird Parents Pod. Um, and we'll see you next Friday. Cheers, everyone. Bye. going to narrate what's going on at the moment. Sammy is chasing the dog out in the garden trying to stop her drinking the pool soup. We don't have a swimming pool, it's a padding, paddling pool. It's a two day old water in there. Jesus. It doesn't matter, it's also the fact that she was trying to get in it. It's in the middle of the night, I don't want to get in wet. Go have snoozies now. Good dog. I think she wants to go to bed. <laughs> she's gone up for a wee and she's taken herself to bed. Good girl. No, change your mind. <clears throat> That is Winnie going absolutely mad in the background. Driving us up the wall today. Squeaking a little donut. A little donut. She was the chillest dog ever last week. Yeah, she's definitely come out of a shell now, hasn't she? She's mad. And now she's mad. mad. And her teeth are driving up the bloody wall, you can see it. And she has allergies, by the looks of things. All round. Bad dog. Troublesome. Send her back. Are you alright there? <laughs> I'm trying to just record the intro so I can <laughs> talk about this fucking subject. <laughs> Every time she's either squeaking. She's not squeaking, she's licking a fanny. Go. <laughs> She's going to town on that thing. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh no. The night see me. The night see me. Oh my god. The night see me. (laughs) She's put her head between her legs. Don't even think about it. Thank you. <laughs> Nighttime zoomy. She's doing the weird bunny hop thing with her legs. Any dog owner will know what I'm talking about. <laughs>